Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Monday. Well, maybe not so happy in Washington. (laughs) There's a lot of concern about the deadline Thursday for government funding to expire. Yes, if it sounds like deja vu all over again, like the great baseball player Yogi Berra used to joke, well, it's because it is. Republicans still have not been able to pass all of their spending bills. They're going to not make the November 17th deadline, despite a lot of efforts to do so. And that has put them in a really tough spot. So we're watching right now what could happen. There is a CR that hit the floor recently, maybe about an hour or two ago. My great colleague, Nick Ballacy, has got a lot of skinny on it and is able to break some news out right away. And I'm real, real proud of that. The CR isn't clean, meaning it doesn't just expend funding until January. It adds a one-year extension to the farm bill, the agriculture farm bill. Now, most farmers get aid from that bill. That's important. I don't think anyone, that's not really politically controversial. What is politically controversial is that it will continue the funding for SNAP, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, otherwise known as food stamps. And as you know, food stamps have been growing, particularly under Joe Biden, in a huge way. There's a lot of concern about that. And in addition, the bill, which is also known as a continuing resolution, contains a payment to Catherine Ann Feinstein, the beneficiary of Diane Feinstein, the late senator from California, 174000 bucks gets paid out. So while the American public is struggling to get money and struggling to get aid and begging for government to be shrunk so that maybe inflation can come down from the reduction in excess government spending. Well, the Republicans seem to be in a position to, well, spend more or keep the spending going. They're more worried about Dianne Feinstein's beneficiary and payment than they are about everyday Americans and the impact of that runaway inflation that we've had for so long. We've got a great first guest to address that, by the way. He's pretty concerned about it. Congressman Scott Perry from the great state of Pennsylvania, the current head of the Freedom Caucus. I'm sure he's going to have a few things to say about, well, about what we just told you. So we're going to get to that in a few moments, Congressman Perry. And then in the second half of the show, Abe Hamaday, he filed a new lawsuit last month contesting the election results in his 2022 run for Arizona Attorney General. He lost by only a few hundred votes. But in addition to that, he wrote a very, very powerful op-ed that's getting a lot of attention. Uh, people all over the country, including in the military, were talking to me about it yesterday and today. What is that? He wants to suspend temporarily 
foreign military student training. Remember a couple of years ago, Saudi student down at Pensacola Air Naval Station shot up the base and killed several American soldiers. He was radicalized, concerned that with the Hamas-Israel war and emotions running high and that many countries that have foreign students training here are come from countries that are anti-Israel, that maybe there ought to be a cooling off period just for the safety and security of our military folks. That is an interesting idea and Day posited it over the weekend. We had it on Just the News. Well, we also want to have him on and talk about that, plus his brand new lawsuit on election integrity. And also, what else to expect? He's now running for U.S. House District 8 in Arizona. That's going to be one of the more interesting races next year. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what's cooking. In Virginia, there's a lot of interesting stuff. There's still the aftermath of the failed election there. Glenn Youngkin wanted to win the legislature. He had one house. He was trying to get the Senate. He lost both. That was pretty painful, to say the least. And I think a lot of people wondering, well, what's next? Well, what's next is Congresswoman Spanberger. I don't know if you remember, former CIA officer, Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger. She's not going to run for re-election in her district, which is a swing district. Could open that one up red for Republicans. She's going to run for governor in 2025, governor of Virginia, that is. That was a big announcement. We had that on just the news a few minutes ago. Finally, I want to finish with a very important story. It's been told piecemeal through the good reporting of myself and Stephen Richards and others here, but witness by witness, testimony by testimony, document by document, as Congress forges ahead on the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden investigation, there is a very clear pattern. The stories that Democrats told us, the stories that Joe Biden told us, the stories that Hunter Biden's defenders told us, have been debunked time and time again. And the stories that the IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, two guys who showed up right here on this show, they keep getting affirmed. That is a really important thing because Democrats tried to impugn them. They've sued the IRS. They've tried to antagonize them. They've made up stories that later had to be debunked. I think James Comer last week came on the show and demanded Democrats apologize to the whistleblowers. Well, this morning, my good colleague, Stephen Richards, put together, I think, just a comprehensive, powerful story as to why the whistleblower story has aged well and why the Democrat story has not fared so well. The headline is, IRS whistleblowers and Hunter Biden tax case vindicated by witness testimony time and again. Go check that headline out. It's a story that's getting a lot of attention today. We're very proud of it because a lot of times when you go through these incremental investigations, it's easy to lose sight of the big stories. Not here. Not here at Just the News. We're so super excited for that. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to have Scott Perry on in a second. But before we do, you know I've been a big focal point for me in 2023, in addition to breaking the stories that we do on Hunter Biden, on Russia collusion, on corruption in Washington, and so many other things. We try, I've been trying this year, to get healthier, to eat healthier. Now, one of the things I realized is that, or one of the problems I had is that it was hard for me to prepare a healthy meal when I'm under pressure, when I'm working long, when I'm trying to chase one of those big stories and I'm working day and night to get the facts and get the fair comment and put it together. Well, I found an incredible partner that helps my healthy eating go fast. That's right. And, you know, we're all going to head into this period with the Christmas holidays, right? Where we're going to have excuses not to eat healthy. We're going to try to get one of those heart attacks in a bag, go through a fast food restaurant. Ah, Don't do it. Don't do it. I got a better idea for you. Why don't you check out my good friends at Factor? These guys make some of the best meals you'll ever have. They're not frozen. They're fresh. 
they're chef quality, dietitian approved. And you don't have to chop your vegetables. You don't have to do any prepping. You don't have to clean up the kitchen when you're done. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg. All you got to do is microwave a fresh made dinner. It takes just two minutes. In two minutes, you're eating healthy. I love it. So I wanted to extend something special to you. For all the listeners today, you can compliments of our partnership with Factor. You're able to get 50% off your first order. How do you do that? Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50. Let me give you that again. Factormeals.com slash justnews50. And use the promo code justnews50. If you do both of those things, guess what? You get half off your order. There's nothing in the Biden economy that's 50% off. It's hard to get 10% off on anything. America's number one ready-to-eat meal factor is a great delivery service. It can help you fill up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, it'll taste good, and you'll be on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos this Christmas season. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's justnews50, that's the promo code, at factormeals.com slash just News 50. Go do it today. Get 50% off. Eat healthier. It only takes two minutes. That's a pretty good deal. All right. We'll be back with Scott Perry right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, 
Text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back to the commercial break. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we have a Thursday deadline to either get the spending bills passed through Congress or another CR will be required to keep the government open until after the first of the year. Speaker Johnson, pretty clear he wants to do that. It'll be interesting to see what sort of makeup in Congress will allow that to happen. And our next guest, he's on the forefront of so many of these important battles over spending. He's the current head of the Freedom Caucus and, of course, one of the most important members in Congress, Congressman Scott Perry. Congressman, good to have you back on the show. Well, it's it's a great to be with you, John. And, you know, we're we're working up against the deadline here. And, of course, we would like to see something very different. Now, I remember uh, a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact, we were getting ready to vote on a new Speaker of the House. And one of the Senate uh, Republicans was in the House. Um, he's characterized as a conservative, but um, I would characterize him other than a conservative. In any case, he said, well, you know, what's going to happen later uh, in November? And I said, well, you know, we're going to figure that out. And, he's, and, and I said, and I kind of proposed that we should find some savings and uh, and pay for some things. And he said, well, the Senate won't accept anything but a clean CR. And then I said, well, I don't care what the Senate will accept because I'm not <laughs> going to accept anything close to a clean, you know, a continuation right. of Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden's policy and spending. But why would I, before that, I vote against that stuff, generally speaking, every single time there's an opportunity to. But that's their attitude. And and I guess what they're waiting for, is, I guess what they were waiting for is for us to send them, uh, uh, send them anything other than that. And then they were going to try and send us that and and blame us for this, uh, you know, for some kind of a shutdown. I, I just I just reject that tactic completely. And I reject any thought that somehow the Senate determines what the House does. The House should determine what the House does. And I get the politics of it, but, uh, you know, quite honestly, I, I think we should vote on something that saves the American people some money, that gets some wins for the American taxpayers, and then leave town. Just leave town and yeah. let them have it. That seems to be the best possibility. When you look out now, will there be a CR with some spending cuts in it that Republicans can pass on Thursday, by Thursday in the House? Well, that's not what's being proposed right now. What's being proposed yeah. right now, and I will tell you, I'm running this down, but this is a, a strange thing that I've never heard of before, but it's going to be what we call a clean continuing resolution, Joe. So it just continues the spending and the policy of of the current um, spending and policy, which was all determined by the Democrats last December. But then it also includes an extension of the current farm bill, which is which, John, you probably know, a bureaucrat in Washington just changed the calculation unilaterally about who can receive uh, what we call food stamps or nutrition assistance. Right. Just increase that program by just an unimaginable margin. But here's the thing it also, I think, includes, and this is what I'm trying to run down. Somehow it includes Diane Feinstein's life insurance uh, payments um, wow. or the benefit. And, and apparently someone has told me, well, that's traditionally how it's done. Well, I don't care about that tradition. What I care about is uh, you know, the people that I got to represent that are struggling right now. And wouldn't they like yeah. somebody to pay for their life insurance or to, or the, for the, you know, everybody else to pay to be the, you know, the, for them to be the beneficiary 
of the, you know, whatever huge lump sum that is, uh, you know, wouldn't we all love to have the windfall, but, but I hear that that's included. So, um, you know, as usual, the more you unpack these things, the more you find things yep. that are objectionable. All the little hands that tack things on. That's how we got to $34 trillion in debt. Right. The long-term game. So if this does pass and it kicks it a couple months into the new year, will Republicans be able to get uh, agreement in uh, House Republicans and get all the spending bills done before Christmas, you think? I think uh, we can get our bills done. Um, we still have an issue of the top line, what we call the top line number which is how much we're going to spend. That was determined back on Memorial Day. The Senate's already blown through that. And there are some uh, House, what we call appropriators, that want to continue to blow through that too. So we have not found an agreement on that because there are people like me that look at that debt and the the cost of living out here for everybody and just say, I can't support anything like that. It's just the prices are outrageous. Um, if we can, if we can get some agreement on that, I think we can pass these things. But, uh, but I will tell you this, John, we were keeping track of it uh, over the last couple of weeks, 86% of Republican amendments on these bills were rejected and that's with Republicans leading. So what we got to do is have our people that are, are running these bills, uh, you know, stop rejecting our own team's proposals. That would be helpful understand that you go into the negotiation with the Senate run by Chuck Schumer with the strongest bill, you're going to get the best outcome. But if you, but, but if we're rejecting our own stuff before it even gets there, what do you think they're going to do? Yeah, that's it. You've just given them license to roll over you. Yeah. That's right. the problem. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we'll get ours done, but you know, they've only gotten three out of committee. They haven't gotten any out of that, out of the, the Senate. Sure. None of them have hit the floor in the Senate. They just, package them out of committee and send them to us. They don't even take votes on them now. Unbelievable. What a way to run your budget. So Republicans are a problem in the Senate, and now they're a problem even in the House in terms of being able to get meaningful spending. When did the Republican Party become the big spending party? I mean, there are obviously clearly not your wing and all that you do with the Freedom Caucus, but there seems to be a lot of Republicans that are comfortable with this you know, remarkable level of spending, even though it, there's signs that it contributes to inflation, it's clearly contributing to a devastating debt. How did that happen? How did Republicans become tolerant of big spending? Well, a lot of them like the spending in their own districts, and they have earmarks. You know, we got rid of earmarks for some time, yeah. but unfortunately, they have now come back. These folks want earmarks, so I've been through, you know, uh, characterizing a bunch of these for people to hear on that, you know, when I'm on the House floor, uh, you right. know, this is the federal government. If we're going to spend your tax dollars and you're from Pennsylvania or if you're from Washington, then um, they shouldn't be spent only in Louisiana or only in Michigan. They should have a federal nexus. They they should benefit all you know, the federal constituency, all the states. But so often, what the, these are used for is to benefit the people in one congressional district or in one state or one locality. That's why you have state and local uh, taxes, not why we have federal taxes. But so many right. people find a way to to get that to get that funding pushed into these bills that that then they you know duty bound to vote for them because they want that money to come to their district from outside their district. Wouldn't we all? love it if someone else would pay our bills and that's what's happening and unfortunately republicans aren't immune to that so you really got to take a look 
at who your representative is. And while you might want uh, the the program or the renovation or the construction or what have you that your own representative is advocating for, understand that someone else in the country is doing the same thing and you're paying for it. You might be getting the benefit of uh, whatever's happening in your town, but you're not getting the benefit of what happens across the country. And of course, it yeah. happens wildly, you know, across the almost 435 districts across the, the United States. And as the spending has gone up, real wages have gone down because the uh, the spending yeah. is driving inflation at a much faster clip. Do you think there's a price to pay for those Republicans who go back to their district having allowed this budget to just keep growing? Do you think next year they face the wrath? Because there seemed to be a lot of consensus among voters in the 2022 election that it's time to start shrinking government. What happens to Republicans if they go back, those Republicans that are big spending Republicans, and say, well, we just kind of kept that big gravy train going? I think some of them will be in trouble. I think it'll be a district by district uh, sentiment. Uh, if you, the more conservative the district, and of course, the more that the people are feeling the pinch of this spending at the federal level, which causes their prices to go up at home, the more that that's going to be a problem. But let's face it, in these in these Biden districts that were won by Republicans, those folks actually like the government spending. They think they the do. government is the answer to all the problems, and so the more the merrier. So believe it or not, John, a lot of these folks will come back because of that spending. It's amazing. What a dynamic. Just want to turn quickly yep. to the great work you're doing in the Oversight Committee. The more you get testimony, the more you get documents, the more you subpoena and get information, the more it's clear that the whistleblowers who were attacked relentlessly by Democrats told the truth and that the Justice Department and the Biden campaign and Joe Biden and his team have been the ones misleading the American public. That dynamic seems more clear than ever. What do you think is the next shoe to drop in the investigation? Well, I think the next shoe to drop, uh, John, is is that we're, you know, as you know, the chairman, Chairman Comer, has subpoenaed the uh, many members of the Biden family, save the president himself, but a whole bunch of other ones. And we're going to take a look at their testimony in regard to the bank statements and in regard to the other information that we've received. And we're going to see what matches up and what doesn't match up. As you know, we tried to find out where the president himself was during the right. phone call where Hunter Biden accused uh, his, his foreign counterpart of not paying up, so to speak. And the right. Justice Department has, has thwarted our attempts at that. So what I think you're going to see is probably some some perjury by the Biden family members as they try and get their stories straight about questions that they don't know are coming to them. But the other part of this is, is I think you're going to see uh, probably a deeper look into the Department of Justice, the IRS, and, and potentially the FBI for what looks like, to me, obstruction of justice at every level. Yeah. And that's a very serious circumstance we want justice to be blind. We want everybody to be treated equal under the in the eyes of the law. But it is becoming more and more apparent every day that that's not the case and that the people in these agencies were actually working uh, to cover up the Biden activities. Yeah, it is really clear now that that's the case. How, when you look back at the course of history, and of course the, the sweetheart plea deal gets scuttled in June, uh, the IRS whistleblowers really played a big role in history, didn't they? They sure did. And, you know, brave souls out there who are having their reputations destroyed and 
and literally uh, worried about whether they're going to be able to continue to feed themselves or their family by way of having the right. job that they have simply by telling the truth. But as you know, John, because you've done just outstanding work on this, th their testimony has been corroborated over and over and over. And, and as you pointed out at the beginning of this, um, it's pretty clear that they're the ones that are telling the truth and and not the media, not the agencies, and certainly not the Bidens have been affiliated with the truth. They they all need to uh, to start a new relationship with the truth because it's apparently <laughs> apparent that they they haven't had one for some time. Yeah, well, their bank records are almost certainly not going to. That's going to be the next uh, the big big uh, next set of facts to come our way. Everything we're going to learn from these subpoenas uh, is a right. remarkable thing to to watch. Congressman, I know how busy you are, busy week ahead of us. Always an honor to have you on and always great to catch up on all the good things you're working on. Well, thanks, John. Uh, God bless you. And if I don't get to talk to you before, I hope you and your family and your audience has the happiest of Thanksgiving. Thank you, sir. Back at you. I know a lot of people cheering for you for all the hard work and the principles that you put to work every day in Congress. We greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you, sir. And we'll talk to you soon. God bless you. Folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Abe Hamaday, now running for a U.S. House seat in Arizona. He's got a big new lawsuit for election integrity in Arizona and a really important op-ed this week. It had a big idea and a moment of tension. We'll explain that right after these messages. We'll be back with Abe Hamaday, and he'll explain that op-ed personally for you. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. I'm pretty sure you saw this over the weekend on Just the News. It was one of our big trending stories of the weekend, a new op-ed in town hall by the Arizona Republican congressional candidate, Abe Hamaday, who last year, of course, ran for attorney general in Arizona. The idea that he proposed, which I think a lot of people are nodding their head in agreement today, is that it's time for the U.S. to stop training foreign military students in America with all of the rising tensions, with all of the concerns about terrorism in the country. Pretty good idea. And we're pretty lucky to be joined right now by Abe Hamaday himself. Abe, welcome back to the show. Thank you, John. Good to be with you. It is good to be with you. It wasn't that long ago down in Pensacola where we saw one of the tragedies that uh, are a result of the U.S. uh, training foreign military students here. A Saudi Air Force aviation student opened fire and killed three U.S. Navy uh, service members at the uh, Naval Air Station at Pensacola. Uh, The aftermath of that really had some very chilling concerns. I think some of the after-action reporting really suggested that this guy was radicalized and obviously somebody that needed to be uh, kept a much closer eye on. We're entering into this new period of tension in the Middle East, Hamas-Israel war. It seems like uh, there's a risk here if we keep bringing in unvetted uh, foreign military students. Tell us what was behind your idea. Well, you know, it's my experience over there. So, you know, I'm in the Army and I was deployed to Saudi Arabia for 14 months after the Pensacola terrorist attack. And, you know, this was during the time of COVID, too, John. So, you know, we really we put a President Trump at the time actually removed all Saudi Arabian foreign military students from the United States. And I was tasked to restart the operations after we implemented new enhanced security guidelines, which uh, the new enhanced security guidelines were biometrics, travel history, you know, similar to a more robust background check. Sure. But while I was there, it was, you know, fascinating to see um, how, how many students come to the United States from that region. Every year, about 5,000 foreign military students come from all across the world into the United States to train on our bases. And out of that 5,000 number, 1,000 of them are Saudis. And there's hundreds of others who are Jordanians, Egyptians, Emiratis, Qataris. So, you know, why the impetus for that article, my op-ed that I wrote is, what you're seeing right now is so many of these governments in the Middle East are espousing Hamas propaganda and anti-Israel views. And I worry that you know, we just need one bad apple out of these thousands of people here who are training, you know, with our soldiers, with our with our service members, of the United States right. just need one bad apple to get radicalized and to commit an act of terror. So I think it's it's a prudent approach to put a suspension on this training while this conflict rages on and to to make sure that we're not having any of these elements uh, of these foreign students radicalized because they're consuming news from back home. They're listening to their governments propagating this uh, Hamas viewpoint. And I get very concerned that we're not, you know, taking this 
seriously. So I think a suspension and removal of all these foreign military training students, not to suggest all of them are going to commit an act of terror. Of course not. You know, I, here right. I was over there, worked with so many people, and, and I, I recognize we need alliances and partnerships. But you know, my policy is America first. I think right now we have to we have to really put the American people first and not put our troops in a harm's way unnecessarily. So putting a pause and a suspension on it, I think is wise, especially after the Pensacola terrorist attack. And, you know, I think just with all these heightened tensions in the region, uh, it's, it's really important for us to not let, let, let our guard down, especially right now. Yeah. And the intelligence world timing is important. Sometimes the threat level's low, sometimes the threat level's high. And having that slider and being able to adjust it at this moment, I think, makes a, a lot of sense. And uh, I heard a lot of people really react to this saying, hey, this is a good idea, something we should be thinking about right now at this very moment. You talked a little bit about Israel and Hamas and the war. It seems as though our government here gave Israel a green light, not that it needed it, but we gave it a green light. And then we immediately hit the caution. And sometimes it feels like it's a red light now. How confusing is it if you're in the world watching Joe Biden signal where he is on the Israel-Hamas war? It's very confusing if people don't understand why Biden is doing this. And I think he's playing politics at the expense of Israel's security. And uh, he's realizing that there's a huge voter base of, of the Democrats who have become uh, radicalized and are they're pretty extreme and they're anti-Semites. And uh, he's trying to, you know, I think he's really getting involved unnecessarily, calling for ceasefire, calling for humanitarian pauses. And right now what Israel needs most of all is our support. I mean, right now you have the United Nations coming out condemning Israel. You have, you know, all of these countries all across the world who are openly hostile to the one and only Jewish state. And it really is, uh, it's, it's, it's embodiment of what Biden has been doing across the world, whether the Iranian policy by giving $6 billion for hostages or with Ukraine and, and the Russia war. So it's, it's really scary, John. And I want people to understand that, you know, Gaza, Hamas is the one who came from Gaza and massacred 1,300 innocent Israelis on October 7th. October 6th was a peaceful day in both the Palestinian territories and Israel, but it was Hamas terrorists that brutally killed these Israelis. And Israel needs to respond, and they're, they're doing it. And right now, to have the United States try to put you know red light, green light on them, when I think Israel's making a lot of a ground in Gaza. I mean, you just see them, they've entered the north Gaza, and they've made a lot of they, they haven't met as much as resistance as they were expecting, actually. So, you know, and, and there's so much misinformation going on, John, that you see these members of Congress like Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Cory Bush. They're really promoting the, the Hamas terrorist propaganda, what, oh, no trying doubt. to suggest that a hospital was bombed. And, and in fact, 30 percent of, of, of Hamas rockets land within Gaza. So all of these images that people are seeing, so much of it is due to Gaza, due to Hamas using the, the Gazan citizens of human shield. So I think it's really important for us to combat a lot of the lies that they're spreading. Yeah, no, it, it is important to counter it now more than ever. And I think people say, well, how do we end up with so many anti-Semitic students in, in college campus? And the answer is we didn't uh, combat it at the time. And now's the time to re- to make sure that we repel and fight back at every sort of hateful 
rhetoric that has sort of creeped into the American politic today. It's, it's really, really remarkable. I want to check in on House District 8 in Arizona. You're in the race. In fact, the first candidate to announce for the race. How's it going? What are the dynamics at work in the district right now? Well, there's a lot of new candidates entering in. And uh, I just saw over the weekend, somebody else jumped in the yeah. race. But, you know, we are feeling really good about everything where, you know, the voters here in Arizona all know that I've been fighting for them this past year with in order to secure our elections and, and to bring accountability to what we all witnessed here in Arizona due to these you know, disastrous election day uh, voting that happened. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to have the endorsement of Carrie Lake. You know, she, her and I have been together in all of this fighting uh, for a long time now. And you know, so, so the people have really rallied behind me, John, and it's really beautiful to see. So you know, one of my ra- main reasons for running for Congress and continuing my fight with the election lawsuits, I think people now realize, you know, who I am. And I, I, I'm even surprised by myself. I'm a lot tougher than I thought I was, where, you know, you have to combat the, the media institutions, the court system, the establishment. And Congress is in desperate need of common sense, conviction, and most of all, courage. And those are exactly what I'm, that's, that's exactly what I'm going to bring into Congress and what I'm going to represent the people. And, you know, it all ties into each other, John, with the Israel-Hamas situation. Look at our border, our border here in Arizona. I mean, I've been there multiple times. It is open. And that's why we've had 169 people on the terror watch list who have been apprehended. And those are only the ones that we know who come across. So, yeah. you know, it's very scary, John, and people in Congressional District 8 and all over Arizona, we're feeling the effects of this disastrous Biden administration, and we need to bring sanity. And that's why, you know, I'm campaigning hard to get President Trump elected, to get Kerry Lake elected to the Senate, and to get me to Congress, because I think we need powerful, strong, courageous people right now to take on to take on this machine that we're up against. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And while you are deep into the House race of 2024, you have not given up the fight on your 2022 race. A new lawsuit last week taking direct aim at Maricopa County. Tell us what that's about and what the next steps are in that suit. Yeah, absolutely. So we have two ongoing election lawsuits. My first one was contesting the election, and that one is in the appeals process. And that's about counting these 9,000 provisional ballots that remain to be counted. This new lawsuit that we just filed, you know, Democrats should be happy that we filed it, quite frankly, John, because what happened in Maricopa County with four hour long lines with the 60 percent of the machine printer machines going down, it is absolutely unacceptable. And the reason why I filed it was because I think we need to have accountability on our election process. And and if we don't have accountability, I think we're going to enter 2024 in the same position. So, you know, we got we can't let up right now. Right now, the government, they, they, they seem to be, you know, they seem to be immune to any accountability. And I think we have to keep up the pressure within our court system. So, you know, I'm fighting for the people every day because even in Congressional District 8, actually, John, that congressional district was hit the hardest than any other district in Maricopa County. They experienced the long line. Yeah. They experienced the printer malfunction. So that's why I'm continuing this fight, because we all know our elections are precious, and we have to make sure that they're run competently and fairly. And so that's why I've continued our election battle. You know, So it's a multidimensional war that we're facing, and I, I'm proud to be able to 
you know, I've gained decades of knowledge in this one year experience that I've been put through contesting our election and fighting these lawsuits. And, you know, I'm, I'm willing to see these cases all the way through. Yeah, that's the key, right? Is sticking to it because it's a process, and the the first couple uh, lines are often the point where rejection occurs. And then, as you get further and further into evidence, uh, you move up the food chain of the court system, and then there is some success and some illumination. When you look out at twenty twenty four, how confident are you that elections will be solidly run? And more importantly, how confident are you that you can get? the confidence of voters to cast their ballot. I think a lot of people say, oh, I've seen too much of this. I'm not going to vote anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense for me to vote. So how do you overcome that in the next few months? Yeah, it's a real problem, especially here in Arizona, John. Yeah. And that's where I tell folks that we have to, we have to outbeat the cheat and we have to make sure like what they want most of all from us is to give up. They want us to get black pilled and they want us to just throw our hands up in the air and say it's completely rigged. But I know right now we are doing everything here in Arizona to make sure that we're going to have we can win by these margins that they can't cheat anymore, that they can't have these ballots, the printer ballots go down. So, you know, that's that's my main focus on why we filed that lawsuit as well, because, you know, if you're seeing what what went on in 2022, if there isn't accountability prior to that, and this is really on the courts. The courts have to restore confidence to the people that they're supposed to serve. They're supposed to serve justice. They're supposed to bring justice to the people. So the courts are really in a position right now that they have to do something. And if they don't, well, we're going to continue to the pressure campaign. And I, I feel that the Democrats are very worried, John. That's why they're going after President Trump so aggressively with these indictments, trying to remove him from the ballot, because, you know, they can't escape their failed policies anymore. So you know, I'm feeling pretty decent about 2024, but we got we can't let down our guard right now. So, you know, you're seeing Jill Stein just announced for president, yeah. right? Just the other other week last week, right. and you know, the Democrats understand these are margin races, right? Where you have all these five key swing states, or they're they're won by margin. So we got to make sure that every Republican come goes out to vote. And I think we have got a lot in our favor that we didn't have, say, last November. I mean, last That's November, Elon Musk. It didn't bite Twitter. And now now the access of information is all out there for everybody to see. Yeah, no, it really is. And there could be five Democrats in the in the general electorate. You could have Joe Biden. You could have Joe Manchin. Uh, you've got the Harvard <laughs> Law professor, um, Jill Stein, and RFK. They're going to be splitting up that Democrat vote in those exactly. key states. It's really fascinating dynamic if all five stay in as they seem to be right now. So pretty, pretty remarkable. Abe, just real quickly, what's the best way for people to follow what you're doing? And if they want to pitch in and support your campaign, what's the best way to get involved? We would love their support from all across the country. They can go to our website at Abe for AZ.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-Z.com. And they can follow me on Twitter at Abraham Hamaday. Yeah, that's that's the place to go. That's where I follow you all the time. I get a lot of great stuff as we go. In fact, that's how we found out about your column over the weekend. It was great. Abe, always an honor to have you on. We're watching you closely. It's one of the most important races in the country next year. And great to have you on and get a good update. We'll be watching that lawsuit, too. That's going to be pretty important. Thank you, John. Yeah, great to be with you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back to wrap things up right after these messages. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great 
and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. And I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. So grateful you can join. Hey, if you want to get those factor meals like I do, two minutes in and out of the microwave, tastes great like a chef-prepared meal, dietitian approved. It only takes two minutes. Go over to factormeals.com slash justnews50. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. And then use the promo code justnews50. You'll get half off your first order. That's a great deal. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.